We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's finally here. Young, back to throw. In trouble. He's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs. Gets away again. Goes to the 40. Gets away again. To the 35. Cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 15, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. For a fully automated smart home or a state-of-the-art home theater, start with a visit to EncoreAudioVideo.com. Fires, Mike Sims, Walker. Knocked down. Dusty on 1080 The Fan. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. Um, the NFL season getting underway. Thursday, you get the Rams and the Bills. Uh, Dave Bartu at this time yesterday told us uh, what the numbers tell him is not to go with the Rams. But Team Y. But Team Y. Mm-hmm which is the Rams, Rams. (laughs) at home, uh, historically uh, to cover. So um, we're diving in back into NFL talk here as the Steelers officially named Mitch Trubisky their quarterback today. Mike Tomlin strong-armed into naming him the quarterback. Certainly. So I saw something out there the other day. I should have grabbed this. But it was quarterbacks in their first four years that I think – they started 60 games through 10,000 yards and had a completion percentage over like 64%. And it's very specific. It's a very specific group, <laughs> but like it was all of the good starters that are active right now. And it was like, and then Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. I was like, that's really like, again, I understand the, the parameters are a little bit funky. But to your point, though, they were a playoff team with Mitchell Trubisky. And that's what kind of makes me wonder. Yeah. And then he also, he does weirdly have a Pro Bowl. I know why, but he did make a Pro Bowl team. It, like, yeah. I, I'm I'm very much team Kenny Pickett, but maybe the Steelers are quite are looking at this like one last try. Give him a little bit of time. But, well, this is an interesting year that we're in in the NFL because you have Mitchell Trubisky uh, coming back after a year sitting on the bench behind Josh Allen in Buffalo. Uh, and then you also have Marcus Mariota, who is back as a starter after being a backup in Las Vegas mm-hmm. um, behind Derek Carr. And they're in a very weird spot. Like, we, there's so many stories of guys that have been a backup and then they get the starting job and they never look back, right? Certainly. You don't typically go the other way. No. You have your, you know, whether it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, all these guys, right? Very rare is the story of the guy who comes into the league, a very high draft pick mm-hmm. is, is picked on him. He From day one, he steps in as is the starter for his team. Maybe if it's not even day one, it's year one. And he is the starter, and then he loses that Until job. Until he's not. And then he becomes a backup somewhere else, mm-hmm. and then gets another shot to be a starting quarterback. 
And we have three quarterbacks in the NFL that are in that, that go from starter, from day one rookie year in the NFL, mm-hmm. to bench rider, and then back to starter. You have Mitchell Trubisky in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You have Marcus Mariota in Atlanta with the Falcons. Mm-hmm. And then you have a guy who's entering year two of doing this, Jameis Winston mm-hmm. with the New Orleans Saints. And it, this is a, a very kind of, it's an obscure. NFC South, anybody? Huh? NFC South, anybody? Ooh. Not necessarily the best. <laughs> but if you're looking at it in these terms, well, and then you have Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Darnold in which the other Carolina one as well. would be. But the, yeah. those guys are even. Not they don't even fit in this category yet because they have just been guys who've been starters, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting to think back of quarterbacks that have been in this situation and have been able to hang on to it mm-hmm. because I mean, and then like I'm trying to think of guys, and it's been really hard whether the first one to for find me. the guy. Because it's hard to come into the league and start and yes. then lose that job and then become a starter to again. To gain that respect again. The closest that came to me was when you first asked me this question this morning, the first name that jumped out to me was Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, but he did But he didn't come into the league as a starter. He worked his way up, mm-hmm. then he fell back again, then he worked his way back up again. So he's even a, like a, a further advanced Pokemon of, of this, right? You know, it's, there's a little bit more to it because he worked his way up, got knocked down, right. then got back up. So he's, he's like, he fits like into that Colt McCoy type yes. box where you're like, okay, you're just a, you're, a really, you're a really good backup that can start sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, there've been a couple of years where people were convinced like, Hey, you we can starter. trick you into yeah. Colt McCoy being a starting caliber quarterback. No, you can't. Nope. You can't. No, you can't. Do we call them the but, Chumba Wumbas? Because you get knocked down and then you get back up again. Precisely. They're tub thumping. I uh, like what you did there. The second he said that, I just started shaking. I like what you did there, Russ. That's what I'm here for, Danny. <laughs> we we might not be able to see you in that other room you're in now. But I'm always here I for could, the dad jokes. I, I could your, feel your presence is felt. Maybe we call them tub thumpers. Oh, there you go. Tub thumpers instead of chumbawamba. Like chumbawambas sounds like you're like in a in a kid's cartoon. Tub thumpers. That, that sounds like you're paying extra. That, yeah, you are. <laughs> Yeah, you are. Yeah, can I get a tub thumper? But this, <laughs> the only guy that I could think of that fits into this, and this is a big stretch, who has been, who's had a successful career after that. After go they on. go from starter to backup to starter, is Steve Young. And this different is different league. It is a it's a stretch because yeah, he had to play in the USFL. Well, he didn't have to. He got paid. And then he goes to the 49ers and backs up Montana, mm-hmm. and then he takes over as the starter, and he never looks back again. But that, like, from being a guy who day one started in the league, a league, then goes and backs up a guy, and then gets that starting job and, and comes back, Steve Young. But we now have three quarterbacks in, that can kind of rewrite that. And that's a very interesting note of quarterbacking in the NFL is that. Look, you're going to get chances. We know you're going to get chances, but when you go into that backup role, it's very rare that you're able to go back somewhere and, and, and regain a starting position. It is a backslide that is intentional. This is a this is how I stay in the league because you do not accept that role willingly. Yeah, because of the connotations that we're talking about. Once you become a backup, you are now for, seen forever as a backup. It is rare. I mean, you're talking about Heisman winners mm-hmm. with Jameis and Mariota who have overcome this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, certainly, like, you you have a certain yeah. tool set 
that is allowing you to overcome this. Yeah. Uh, ooh, we got another one coming in on the fan text line, 503-250-1080. Um, that is the fan text line. It says uh, Geno Smith. Does Geno Smith fall into that category? Now, uh, Geno got his jaw broken. Um, That's I remember his that. teammates didn't like him. Well, yeah. And look, this may be another element of, uh, in all of it is how many – he started 16 games as a rookie with the New York Giants. So, yeah. Uh, Gino, so technically four, he does. He does. So fit. we have four quarterbacks now. I didn't even think of Gino. And here's the here's the thing about it: two of them are trying to win, and we know they're trying to win. Yes, Pittsburgh is never trying to lose. No, and New Orleans, they're trying to win games. Their defense is still really stinking good. They've and got, Michael Thomas is going to play Week One. Well, and they have a ton of weapons on yeah. offense. I mean, they've got they've got weapon after weapon after weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, offensively, so they could be a really exciting team this year if Jameis can just not turn the ball over 30 times. Um, but two of them, are they really trying to win? <laughs> you know, And that may be the reason why you're seeing Marcus and, and Geno Smith get these bridge get these quarterbacks and opportunities is because you're not really even trying to win those games at all. It, it, I think it's becoming an interesting thing that we have already in the NBA – you have kind of like these bridge teams. The Blazers had a bridge yeah. team last year. Uh, I think the NFL is getting smarter about that as far as instead of throwing a young kid out there and like putting your team in a bad position, like not even just like a bad position though, in the sense of losing, you're just putting your team in a bad position culture-wise. Yeah. This way you have at least you can keep some culture with a guy like Mariota, maybe not Gino, which is kind of why I do question that a little bit. But – I think you can save some culture even while getting the crap kicked out of you. Mm-hmm. And I think that does matter because you can do it the Jaguars way of just getting the crap kicked out of you over and over and over again and not really have a culture. Or you can kind of do it in the sense of, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a, a good example. I don't want to use the Texans because they botched that whole thing. They did They did get talent out of it. Yeah. Uh, the Browns. The Browns actually did. Like they, they did build back up and actually have a, some sort of a culture and kind of save themselves uh, from the wheel that they were on. Ooh, we got another one. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is a good one because I think that is more of the line that you're going to have to that you go down. Is, are you noticing a trend with every single one of these quarterbacks? They're it, not guys that are going to win you a Super Bowl, and, and that's for damn sure. And they're and, all guys you have questions about their arm. And that is going to be a that is that one is going to be fascinating to see. You know, Mitchell Trubisky. Bridgewater is really interesting to me because of the horrific leg injury. Yes. That he had in Minnesota, where like they were saying, like, he, guys, where were, he was playing well, and they said guys were like puking on the field. Yeah. And then his, his circumstance is a little bit different than any mm-hmm. of these other guys because these other guys have just been roller coasters of careers. And I think what what's fascinating about it is with with Mitchell Trubisky in Pittsburgh is the expectations are always going to be high there, and they there mm-hmm. it is it is you've got to win, and can you win? They will never take like with. Yeah, can you win with a guy like Mitchell Trubisky? You can get to the playoffs. We saw that. Yeah, and look, you can almost you're double doink away from winning a playoff game. Yes, I love double doinks. What is that guy's name? Caleb Parkey. Yes, man, kickers, dude. You, you, I don't. I don't think that guy's getting free beers in the city. Uh, no, never, ever, ever again. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Um, who's back more, Danny and Dusty on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. 
Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On 1080 The Fan. We've got a lot of uh, really good texts coming in on the fan text line. 503-250-1080. Wow, you said that like we don't get a lot of good texts here regularly. There's some shock in there. We've got a lot of really good texts <laughs> on this. <laughs> um, here's, another, here's another quarterback that we were talking about. The quarterback's like, yeah, Mariota. Jameis Winston, Geno Smith, and now Mitchell Trubisky, four guys that came into the league, uh, drafted to be franchise quarterbacks, to be starters. Then they head somewhere else and have to uh, play the role of a backup. And then they regain their starting position. And there's not a lot of them that have done it. Like, you know, I I said Steve Young, but uh, I I remember Steve Young was backup to Doug Williams. And Doug Williams in in Tampa before he went to the USFL. So he was a Mm. young, went into the league as a backup. But Doug Williams is a guy. Super Bowl winning quarterback. Starter in Tampa, relegated to a backup role, and then goes and wins a, wins a Super Bowl. Um, and so it's it's few and far between these guys that it, it, injuries have to happen. Like if the guy like Teddy Bridgewater, like an injury happened and he comes back. That's not the case with the other four guys that we're talking about here, right? None of these guys have had injuries. Like if we had no. a text that asked about Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, no, isn't. He's been the guy that has just gotten multiple chances to be a starting quarterback, <laughs> but injuries have derailed him. And then they, he'll get sent. He gets sent out of town, goes to Indy. Now he goes to convincing Washington. someone that you're a starting quarterback. I feel like he's equal parts skill and sell like salesmanship. Yeah. Like if you're not the dude, like if you're not a top 15 guy. Well, yeah, because you got to, the hardest part is if you're not one of those guys winning over a locker room, mm-hmm. And, and that is Remind me Carson. again, Carson Wentz. That did not happen. <laughs> Geno Smith. Uh, now, it should be noted, they the Jets ended up trading the guy who broke his job corner to Buffalo. Job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did they didn't deal a Geno, they dealt him. Well, which one was so, worth more? The guy that they drafted to be the franchise. Yeah, there you so, go. Um but keep the text coming at 503-250-1080. Uh we were talking overreactions in hour number 1 to week 1 and polls um in in how they've shifted, right? And how a season cannot be defined or or kind of decided after one week. But there are certain yeah. there are certain universities that will definitely make sweeping sweeping judgments on their season after one week. Uh, so I would like to propose to everybody out there <laughs> who is the most back after one week. Um, I have got we got some prime candidates too for which team is the most back, but probably shouldn't be considered back yet. We have got what you just did 
USC, okay, we have a player at Florida State. Saying Florida State is back. Saying Florida State is back on the field in their fan base. A small child who reminds me of just a young <laughs> Jeff Rust. Um, and they got him on, on like the news in, in Louisiana going, you can't spell LSU without the L, and he puts up an L in the camera's face. <laughs> so you got... That kid you, is a legend in Tallahassee, and he is outlawed in Baton Rouge. Yeah, he is. He probably already got a six-pack. He's from Florida. He's a young little Florida man. You got USC, Florida State. I will also bring you... Actually, it's in most of the state of Florida. Miami put 70 up on Bethune-Cookman. And they are feeling themselves right now. And the, the U is back. Florida knocks off the a top ten team, and they're all the way, all of a sudden ranked twelfth. They feel like they're back, and then well, obviously Texas is 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 in there. They're back until they played Alabama, then then they'll be back again the next week. So I give you those five teams: five hundred three, two five zero, ten eighty. Which program is actually back? Is it USC, mm-hmm. Florida State? Miami Ooh. or Texas? A lot of Florida in there. Power rank them. Well, yeah, that's just how the state of Florida. Yeah, no, it's Florida in general. They're operating under the one week make a season, and we are going to make. Listen, this when season. you live that life, it makes sense. <laughs> Which one is the most back after one week? Five oh three, two five. I'm throwing a bowl up. Uh, yeah, let's do that. Um, we need that meme where there's two shaking hands. One has USC over it with Texas over it, meeting in the middle, and say claiming to be back after beating up on Rice. <laughs> that is a fantastic one because uh, what is fifty-eight nothing last year? Yes, Texas beat Rice after losing to Arkansas, and they back. Can I say though that the one team in all of this that I do think could be back? is Miami mm. because of the ACC looks like it is up would, for grabs. I would say the Pac-12 Clemson does as well. Yeah, I, I would too, but uh, there's still work to be done uh, with USC if you take your Homer hat off. Like you're literally wearing your I'm USC literally hat wearing USC. If you take your Homer <laughs> hat off and are honest, <laughs> Rice ran the ball. They did. The first goal drive scared the crap out of me. I was like, oh, when you first came in on Monday, I was like, listen, that offense is going to score a lot of points. That defense is going to give up a Which lot of points. we know. And that was the big, that was the big yeah. question mark that I've always had. Like, it, skills aren't the problem at no, SC. That Lincoln Riley is going to thrive. It's, it's the lines, yeah. both of them, offensively and defensively, because at some point they are going to need to run the football. Yep. Um, which has kind of been a downfall to Lincoln Riley in big games and in big situations with when he has had his losses, be it to teams like Baylor or Oklahoma State, where you're going to have to take the air out of the ball at, at times. And it has gone poorly um, when you cannot throw the ball as effectively as, as he has against most teams. And that's like five percent of the time right yeah five percent of the yeah, time 95 percent of the time that's a big five percent yeah. though the, those games are are a a big five percent those are usually the games. high leverage games and this is where you know i still have those questions but i look at you know a, a team like miami and i go man you look at what is in front of them they've got all the hype in the world we know what the hype man in mario cristobal can do to a program uh, and they are still in a conference that has divisions. And 
If you look at it, they've got Southern Miss this week, and then they go on the road to Texas A&M. Where is a good team until they play November 19th against Clemson? And I think like that is going to be one where that team and that program has got an influx of money. Uh, the best team that they'll play is maybe Florida State at the beginning of November. They've got Middle Tennessee State, North Carolina, Virginia Tech, Duke, Virginia, and Florida State. Um, like that is a – they got kind of a, a cakewalk, to be honest, uh, coming up after this. And I look at Miami and I say, if I'm going to put a little bit of money on one of those teams – it's probably going to be Miami because Mario Cristobal is going to want to run the ball, take the air out of it, and it, it's not going to be the you, the sexy brand of Miami football. But their schedule's not very good after two weeks when they have Texas A&M. Yeah, I don't know, man. You you, you take a look at, at who's going to be where when it comes to the the back settlement, mm-hmm. and I think for the next three weeks there's going to be a game a week For each sure. week where it's going to be like, mm, are you back? <laughs> are you back? Because Texas obviously has Alabama. That's the first of the you're not back games. Yeah. Uh, USC could absolutely fall face first against Stanford. Yeah. Uh, Florida, I believe they have, they have, oh God, I was looking at this the other day. Um, they have a easier game. Um, this week, and I believe that they are up against it next week. I was looking, thinking, no, it's this week they have Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah, and that was kind of like that's going to be their measuring stick after jumping up from unranked to 12. Well, yeah, and this is they, Florida is fast tracking to be on a Texas we're back where they beat a team that is ranked in the top 10 that a lot of people at the end of the year are going to go, huh, really? And we could see mm-hmm. that with Utah, though. I don't, I don't buy that one. They have Kentucky. Tennessee, Georgia, A&M all on their schedule. That's a, that's a brutal one. Yes, but they also have in between those, they've got South Florida, Eastern Washington, and Missouri. Who do we have? Uh, who does Texas has Alabama this week. So this may be the shortest-lived Texas is back. Where Texas is back. That we've ever had <laughs> in the history of Texas being back. Is there a score that you're like, okay, Texas is back? No, because you know what the terrifying thing for Texas the terrifying thing for Texas is that Alabama saw Georgia make a statement against Oregon this past week, mm-hmm. and they're going to want their own. <laughs> and a, I'm actually taking a look to see what the the live line is right now. I uh, thought it, I thought it was 18. Infinity. Last, last time I looked. Oh, seven, it's probably 17 and a half, which that shouldn't make anybody feel good. They are now 20. 20. Over under is at 61 and a half. You know what? I'd be if I'm a Texas fan, I'd be happy if they covered. So if 40. 42, 24. Yeah. Is, is that like, yeah. is, is Texas back then? No. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> no, I'm just saying what I'd be happy with. Well, no, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, what, is there a score here like that's acceptable and like Texas is back? Like, a touchdown. Touchdown game? Yeah. They lose by a touchdown. Really? They're Against back. Bama? Yeah. Yeah. After what we just saw Georgia do to Oregon? Yep. Good Lord. Well, where do you? I mean, you got to be back, man. I mean, like, like you, you like backpack. Okay. Yeah. Um, somebody on the fan text line five zero three two five zero ten eighty says uh, USC schedule is just as soft. Uh, they've got Stanford this week, then they have Fresno, then they go to Oregon State, um, and then they have Utah on the fifteenth of October, and then Notre Dame on the twenty sixth of November to end this season. Uh, when you're talking about, you know 
tough schedules. Yeah, Miami's is a little bit tougher even than USC's. USC has got – they are primed. If they get through the next two weeks – Yeah, if they, if, weeks, they, if they get through the next three weeks, they can – up until the end of the season. Then we'll buy it. Yeah. We'll buy that thing and then be back. It'll be interesting. I, I, I don't have – going to go to Corvallis as, as much, again. Listen, as much, as much fun as I have the, with like actually caring about the team again, I do not have the craziest hopes. I, you and I talked about it before the season. I said nine wins would be a great season. Great season. And it, I still stand by that. Uh, another one, uh, Ben Reed on Twitter says, uh, Kurt Warner, starter in St. Louis, then back up at the Giants and the Arizona back to the Super Bowl. Oh, I forgot That's about great, Kurt Warner. I thought Kurt Warner, but I totally – I always remove Kurt Warner and the Cardinals out of my mind. I always go from Rams to Giants in irrelevancy. Like I, that whole period of him with the Cardinals, that was it three years? See, but Warner wasn't supposed to be the starter, though. He came in when Trent Green got hurt. Like, he wasn't drafted to be the man. Yeah, that is, that is very that's, true. That's fair. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, he played he in the He came out of nowhere. League. I mean, he was stocking supermarket shelves. But he did yeah. go to, like, an absolute s-hole of level of backup. Yeah. He was a train wreck. Yeah, but Giants. this is, like, then the, that's what makes this, like, whole story. Like, everybody knew how good, how, how good he was and could be. And then he goes to New York and was like, what? What, what happened? And that, that was the... I don't. I don't remember a guy becoming a backup that bad, yeah, and then looking that good ever again. No, he had, he's a, he's in a conversation all by his. He, his he own, has he his has the self. wildest craziest self. path of a, any NFL quarterback ever. Uh, this may be controversial. Uh, I really enjoy watching arena football. Oh, it's fun. I like. I love. Did you Did you ever go to any Forest Dragon games? I mean, yes, I was a ball boy for a few games. No kidding. Forest Dragons, yeah. And those are fun, man. Because my dad had a couple of players that used to oh, yeah, play, and it was really hard for them to find ball boys. So they'd be, I'd be like in the stands, they'd be like, hey, you want to come ball boy? Hey, well, yeah, I do. No, no, as a kid, that, that's got to be rad. Cause, yeah, especially because you're on the field. Yeah, you're, say, on the you're, field you're on the field. As you're the ball boy, and they're like, do you just get the hell out of the way? That music's turned up to 11 <laughs> the entire game. It is, it is a metal concert. I, I, was, I was a bartender during the Forest Dragons days, and they would come into that bar, and let me tell you what, those guys thought they were awesome. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Was that, so that was back in, like, the Kachina Kachina days. They, uh, they had Oronde uh, Gadsen on that team. No kidding. Yeah, who went and played for the uh, Dolphins. yeah. And I used to give him a piece of gum before games. Oh, like we, my dad had season tickets. Like, yeah, no, he, he uh, juicy fruit. He liked okay. juicy fruit. So he would. He came over, and one day I had gum. He's like, "Hey, you got any gum, kid?" And I was like, "Yes, I do." And then he kept coming over, and there's like Became a thing. One game I didn't have it, and he's like, "Oh man!" And then I was like, "All right, well, I guess he was obviously the best player. He ended up playing yeah. in the NFL." And so I ended up having to like make sure I guy. had gum going to all the Forest Dragon games. Absolutely. It is, would it be weird? Maybe you should be giving me gum, football player guy. Well, I mean, his checks, his checks probably weren't that good. <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, I was a middle schooler. Yeah, like Dusty's were? That was awesome. <laughs> well, probably the same, probably. There's allowance there. There's paycheck. <laughs> Great point, Rust. <laughs> if you ever wondered, like, somebody who, like, actively chews gum regularly like that, like, hey, do you have any gum? Great point, would dumbass. It be weird? <laughs> would it be weird if somebody hits you with the, uh, do you want some dentine ice? You know what I mean? Like, it has uh, to be juicy fruit, bubblicious. Like, it has yeah. to be, like, a... A five-minute flavor pack, and you spit it out. Yeah. Like, it can't be like a minty, weird gum, right? If you don't chew Big Red, then F you. Yeah, there you go. That makes sense. That's right, Ricky Bobby. That's also, right, Ricky uh, this from that LC Wildcat fan. Uh, he says, Dusty doesn't look like he has a Coke problem. No. And that's from the photo that I posted earlier. Because I don't. Suke um, says he does. Suke <laughs> I, I mean, keeps saying he does. Yeah, people uh, buy that. Well, I mean, I did for a long time. <laughs> yes, I know. We've had this conversation before <laughs> with Sukanik. <laughs> 
It's most ridiculous. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> All right. I um, wouldn't say the most ridiculous thing. <laughs> 503. Tell you what, it's probably easy to find around here. 503-250-1080 is the fan text line. That's why right. I moved down here. We have got a... a lot of coke. No, we have got a worst day on the web. Some guys all up in his feelings again. Oh God, I, I, this is like the fourth time this in the last. It's not past surprising months. either, but it's different. It's a different reason why different. he's all up in his feelings. Here's Rust. I'm on a lot of drugs. <laughs> Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, This is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video on 1080 The Fan. It is time for the worst day on the web. <sighs> oh, I thought we were going to have our sounder. It's time for us. today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Man, that sucks. Well, old machine. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm looking over right now. The cubes of solitude are being used it's by being Mike used. Lynch and uh, Patrick Harris. And Lynch, and we have these weird, we're in our new building, and we have these weird, um, I'm using air quotes here, soundproof little rooms that are glass and you can see in, and they're just basically... Human fishbowls. Yeah, they're little fishbowls. Yeah, that people, I'm calling them cubes of solitude. I like it. And you just sit in there and you can talk to each other one-on-one. I think that's where people are going to get fired, and you can just like... Just see it happen? Yeah. Wow, that was nice. Yep. Um, That's what happens when you get fired. But Lynch is in there right now, and he's talking with Patrick, and he was leaning up against the glass, and you can see there's a sweat mark. There's a sweat mark on the side of this cube of solitude. Here. Love it. Lynch Lynch is going to be gone in a week, but he's making sure he leaves yeah, the last thing. It, it's like. Yeah, you're in an enclosed space with no air conditioning with another human being. It's going to get hot in there. So these firings are going to be very quick. For anybody getting fired here. Foggy glass. You're going to be in that little room because we don't have any. The only office is the big It's an open floor concept. Open floor. The only room, privacy rooms are these little cubes. (laughs) Could you imagine this long conversation where you're having like a tough conversation with somebody? And... And you're just sweating your balls off. This is going to be horrible. Oh, the content's going to be tremendous. Uh, and we can see it from where we're broadcasting from. And, and we'll have video cameras set up in this place. So, uh, you know, it's so we'll be good. able to capture it all and uh, live tweet it. Oh, so good. All right. What do we got here for the worst day on the web? Mr. Moran. It's not that big, but I just I, I, I wanted to go this way because this guy is eternally online. Mr. Kevin Durant. In his feelings. In his again. feelings. Very <laughs> mad about the fact that he got a 96 overall on NBA 2K. It's NBA 2K Day. Ratings Day is coming out. Uh, he is not the only person mad today, but he's oh, the only person who's mad nobody likes. You know what? I actually. He got a 96. Yeah, and he, he tweeted at. Who's Robbie 2K? Ronnie. Ronnie Ron, 2K. Who's Ronnie 2K? Um. A dude who's very unlikable, who's the the brand ambassador for 2K. Ronnie 2K seems like a like a knockoff comedian who you're not you're on the right path. Really? Yeah, you're on. The That's right who path. Ronnie 2K is. Yeah. All right. Um. And he, Kevin Durant is is tweeting at this person about why his 2K is not 99. His yes. 2K rating. 
I applaud there's, there's Kevin almost Durant. zero 99s. Like that's that's uh, yeah. I think there's five or six total ever. Uh, but I, well, he'd be one that is worth it. I mean, would he though? I mean, they they well, put him as the five greatest players of all time. Your Achilles knocks you down to a 96, bud. That's basically Sorry. what it is. Yeah, that and his, Stay uh, healthy. His feet being too big. Okay. I can we all just appreciate Kevin Durant now though? Because Certainly. he's not doing this on he's not doing this on uh, burners anymore. No, he's flat out doing it now, and he, I, I like that. It's got to be liberating for Kevin Durant to be his, you know, in his feeling self on social media and, and let your freak flag fly, buddy. Listen, he had the most relatable Kevin Durant tweet of all times. <laughs> not why am I not a ninety? No, it came it came a little bit <laughs> later when he said, "Why do you, somebody asked him why do you entertain people looking to get a rise of you?" He replied with, I'm peacefully tweeting as I stab my plate full of scrambled eggs. And let he who has not sat there with phone in left hand, fork in right hand, eating something, doom scrolling on Twitter, upset about something. Yeah. And I, I, that was the most relatable thing ever. Cause I, I mean, I've done it. I've been sitting there just housing some food and scrolling through a little, you know, sports center on in the morning before the show kind of. Let's see what's going on. What? No, what is this? And I, I, it's nice well, to know just, Kevin Durant is, is at least a little bit real KD, and not a total meme. All you need to do is just go in, do what everybody else does. He doesn't even have to create himself, and he doesn't oh. have to move those sliders very far. You can just make yourself a 99, bud. Yeah, no, he doesn't have to turn a whole lot up. No. Like, he doesn't have to build himself. No. You know? He, he, oh, yeah, no, he's face scanned in there, too. Like He's he's fully in there. What do I feel bad for? Like the rookies who end up having a great season. Uh, that aren't face scanned into the game. Anthony was one of those guys. His player model, his first two years before he got face scanned into the game, was atrocious. Well, yeah, because he didn't really play. Much. Well, no, but I mean, <laughs> you look at some of the young guys around the league, like guys that have blown up, like, yeah. uh, like early, like not even a guy like Ant, who kind of later in his rookie contract, first year guys, and then they're just you look at their player model and you're like. That's what you're going with, huh? My favorite is the Tom Brady, though, where like he is like legitimate like block man. Like it's mm-hmm. what is what is that called? Eight bit? Yeah. It, he's the original from, like, his there, original Madden game till now. All the way up to like it looks just like his plasticky face that he has mm-hmm. right now. It's incredible. I, it's, he's an angel. It's kinda it's kinda funny. You know, you know he's been around this long. His his face actually looks more video gamey. <laughs> Not an angel <laughs> these days if you ask his wife. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to give. I don't want to buy into those rumors. There, you yes, you do. Rust about trouble in paradise. Well, he's just so committed to the game. You know, he's committed more to the game than than, than his know. wife. Yeah. Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Yeah, he's Tom Brady. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. he loves the game. Doesn't sound very angelic to me. Well, everybody's got their flaws. I right? said you better not. You, you better, better not. not. <clears throat> All right, five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Worst day on the web. Kevin Durant in his feelings. Again. Oh, wait. This is an interesting one, too. I saw this, and this texture brings up a great point. I saw this on the internet the other day. Mm -hmm. Did you see the porn star that has come out and said that Kevin Durant's the father of her baby? No, I didn't see that. This is interesting. Well, we'll we'll get to that coming up. Listen, there there are stories that we cannot tell on air. We have got a lot. About you? You have a kid with the porn star? No, not me. Oh, the Warriors. Whole team, fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Danny Dusty on the.
This is NFL Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On 1080 The Fan. Okay. We were talking about Kevin Durant being all up in his feelings on social media. Yeah, guess what? Rating. NBA players get all up in their feelings over their TK ratings. Uh, and then we had a texter say, hey... Does Danny know about Kevin Durant and this porn star? And this may be the NBA news that I know that you don't. Oh, there you go. <laughs> because I, I saw I get this, this one on TikTok. Uh, adult that, films. That's the problem. Was I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not a TikToker. Right, Nor I, am I. But you are. I just saw it on the Twitter bots. The video of it. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, oh. Um, adult film superstar. How do you quantify a super? I'm not even going to go down that road. Uh, her name is, how many times? Her name is Lana Rhodes. Um, she dropped a bombshell that has has been long assumed, which I don't know who is following. I, it's a whole other thing. But um, she said that on her TikTok that the father of her child is an NBA star. and He's a Libra. A Libra. Which there's only one Libra on the entire Nets roster. And it and said it was a Nets player, right? And that it was a Libra. And so it, a lot of people, the the internet sleuths found out that Kevin Durant is a Libra, plays for the Nets. <clears throat> it could also be apparently uh, Blake Griffin, maybe, maybe. Um, but the NBA star, when uh, she found out that she was pregnant, uh, according to her in, on her TikTok, said F off. Hmm. Back the f- off. Not Tom Hanks. No, it's not the, Tom Hanks. Because that 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 level of back the f off was coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. It really was. Mm-hmm. You do, do not you do not bump into the wife of Tom Hanks. No, you don't. Now the other part of this is is whoever this NBA player was not going to wife up, Lana yeah. Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, apparently it is. Uh, uh, well, the internet has concluded it is KD, but. I don't know if we're going to go down that road yet. Um, because is Blake Griffin a Libra? Do we know? Written hard and put away wet. Oh, wow. Was that a drop, or are you just randomly saying that, Jeff Rust? Oh, no, that was a drop. Okay. Okay. Who knew that we could use that in context again? <laughs> in context. <laughs> That's why they paid me the bucks. <laughs> the bucks. You know what? I, I'm going to pull up Blake Griffin's birthday, and we'll, we'll, we'll track it. All right. So No, Blake Griffin's March 16th. That could be a Libra. No, I have no, no idea what that you means. You know how I know? What? Because I'm a Libra. I, I believe what? that's an Aries. No. If there is one person that in my world that knows astrological signs that I didn't go to college with, because mm-hmm. that's got to be the qualifier I have mm. uh, going to school in Ashland, it's Jeff Ross. Yes. No, I'm really not. That's just because my, my brother is born in March, too, and he's an Aries. Okay. It's the, I, I only know the Libra because I, I'm one. October? 18th. There we go. I think I'm like right at the edge of it. All right. Or right in the, or right in the middle. I can't remember which one. Hmm. That's um, as far as I go. So that's our Kevin Durant update. Let's get back to college football, shall we? Um, we, we labored on Labor Day yesterday. So if you missed it, we will talk about it. Um, so for those that missed, we'll give our thoughts again on the Beavs, the Ducks, and uh, one wins and one suffers a deflating loss. Your feedback, 503-250-1080. This is Danny and Dusty on the fan. Pucker up, buttercup. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, 
They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.